Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and our 18th episode of Lightspeed. We're bringing you Star Wars news and headlines in under 15 minutes. What a time to be alive as a Star Wars fan. Chat Star Wars news like this all the time, but we only got 14 minutes left, so let's get into it. John Williams at the astounding age of 90 years old is returning to compose a theme for Obi-Wan Kenobi premiering on Disney Plus at the end of May. I think it's May 24th or May 25th or something. He hasn't done a Star Wars song since Solo came out. He did one one track for Solo at one point. And it's awesome to see him return to a galaxy far, far away. Constructing the music that we all fell in love with when we first saw Star Wars. It's great. So, welcome back, John, John Williams. And uh, we look forward to Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. The Book of Boba Fett also just finished up on Disney+, Plus, and you can watch it in its entirety, all seven episodes. Look for our podcast reviews, full-length episodes that we sat down with the crew of the Escape Pod and uh, chatted about our thoughts and opinions on each episode, broke down, made connections, you know, to the rest of the films, the, the animated shows, all this and that. It was a fun time. We love chatting about Star Wars, and uh, when a new show comes out, we thrive because... You know, it's just one one new thing to talk about, a new story that we can kind of digest and, and uh, you know, gnaw on for a little while. So uh, go and check those out. If you're going through the show, it's a great way to watch an episode. Check out the review. Watch the next episode. Check out the review, you know. I'm promoting the own our own show here, so <laughs> go and take a listen if you haven't already. Uh, the Old Republic Legacy of the Sith expansion just came out, and they dropped a new CGI trailer on YouTube called Disorder which is a fantastic CGI short 4K resolution, awesome lightsaber duels as, as usual, and that uh, you can watch that on the Older Public YouTube channel and play the new expansion for the Older Public called Legacy of the Sith right now on the game. So if you're a fan of the Older Public, go and check that out. In fact, you probably already know about it because you're, you're playing it right now, right? That's right. All right, on YouTube, uh, Star Wars Kids is a family-friendly Star Wars YouTube channel, so you won't get CGI trailers like Disorder, but you will get series like Galaxy of Creatures, which joins the adventures of a droid named SFR3 as he journeys across the galaxy to learn everything there is to know in the wildlife about creatures. It's called Star Wars Galaxy of Creatures, and you can catch that on Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Books. So many books. Let's talk about books. The Art of Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 2 comes out February 15th. Oh, that already passed. Okay. Well, you can get Star Wars <laughs> The Art of The Mandalorian Season 2 in your local bookstore right now then. And uh, it, all that amazing Star Wars artwork that you see at the end credits of every Mandalorian episode, uh, you can see it in this book as well as probably interviews from the artists and concepts and stuff that have never been seen in the episode before. Concept art is a very important process of constructing any kind of show that has such visual because it requires designers and such to create these ideas before they decide to put all the money into making a model or a 3D model or a costume or whatever. And uh, that's where concept designers come in. So if you're an artist and you love Star Wars, go and check out the art 
of Star Wars The Mandalorian season two. And uh, they've made one of these for season one. They made one for Solo and Rogue One and uh, episode seven, eight, nine. And, and uh, you know, they're all on the shelf right now. So uh, they're great books that feature a little bit more about the behind the scenes of the artists and conceptuals that kind of go into constructing such a vast and visual story. Speaking of vast stories, Star Wars Timelines, a book about Star Wars history and story, comes out November 22nd later this year. If you're a new Star Wars fan or a Star Wars fan who's just more casual, doesn't read all the comics and books, but you want to know more about those stories and you don't necessarily want to just surf the Wikipedia, this is a book for you and it comes out later this year. It dives into all the history, all the events that are happening in various eras spanning the length of the High Republic, the Clone Wars, all the way up until episode nine, probably a little bit beyond, even prior to the High Republic, which is a couple hundred years before the movies begin, you're covered. Let me tell you, this, this book is gonna cover you well, and uh, that comes out later this year. The Princess and the Scoundrel comes out on, uh, what is this, what is this? Oh yeah, this is a story about Leia and Han, and their honeymoon that they decide to take in the middle of a war, which happens right after Return of the Jedi, but before the Battle of Jakku. So this is about four and a half years before The Mandalorian, and it's a book that comes out August 16th, written by Beth Ravis. And the synopsis goes, we've seen the courtship of Princess Leia unfold on screen. Now a new book quarterly invites fans to attend the wedding of Leia Organa and Han Solo. This Valentine's Day, StarWars.com was thrilled to reveal Star Wars The Princess and the Scoundrel, a new novel from author Beth Ravis, arriving this summer. Set just after the events of Return of the Jedi, the story begins on the forest moon of Endor where Han proposes in the elation of the rebel victory against the Empire. After a ceremony at the site of the victory celebration at the end of Return of the Jedi, the newlyweds depart for a honeymoon aboard the Halcyon Star Cruiser, which is a luxury vessel at the heart of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser experience at Disney World Resort. In their most desperate hour, with the war still raging but the Empire nearing its last gasp, the couple must outwit the Imperial remnants clinging to power. Recently, StarWars.com sat down with the author, Revis, to talk about her love for Leia and how her husband helped refine the dialogue for Han Solo and the, uh, the power of love amid chaos and a galaxy at war. So congratulations on that book to Beth. I'm sure it's going to be great, and uh, we're looking forward to that. This is not the first time that Disney's published a book to market their Disney experiences. There's a couple novels you can get that feature Black Spire Outpost and Galaxy's Edge, uh, most notably Thrawn Alliances, Black Spire Outpost, the novel, and Marvel Comics, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So there was multiple, multiple things that they did for that. And unsurprisingly, this is just another one of those initiatives which promotes Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, most recently, Marvel Comics also premiered or debuted their first issue for the miniseries called The Halcyon Star Cruiser, which takes place in uh, the High Republic era and tells uh, a couple stories that happen over the course of five issues on the same ship. So uh, the ship's been around for a while as a, a place to hang out. And, uh, you know, you can read stories about it in the pages of The Princess and the Scoundrel. The High Republic, The Edge of Balance, Volume 2 digital release comes out February 22nd. 
Same day is released The High Republic Adventures Volume 2 Trade Paperback by IDW, if you follow that series. And finally, The High Republic Adventures issue number 13 comes out February 23rd from Marvel Comics. Junior novel The High Republic Mission to Disaster comes out March 1st. And finally, The Art of the High Republic Phase 1 comes out later this year. And that book's going to be very interesting. It's basically a behind the scenes of the construction of phase one of the High Republic, which, as you know, has just come to a close. Uh, I apologize if I didn't mention that already, uh, but phase one is coming to a close and phase two comes out later this year. The High Republic will be spread across three phases, ending off with a Disney Plus show called The Acolyte. So if you have been following the stories taking place in the High Republic, it's been a wild ride. And phase one has come to a close. And uh, with that comes the book of The Art of the Higher Public. Very similar to The Art of the Mandalorian. Um, it's going to be very similar, <laughs> except it's just going to be about the higher public. So it's very, very cool. Building an era in a time in which we haven't seen on screen yet. It's quite the challenging process, you know, for authors to write a, a book and keep it consistent in a multimedia way with junior novels, young adult novels, adult novels, audiobooks, games, you know. They need a consistency. So, you know, why not have a series of artists actually construct visually what this galaxy looks like in this time, 200 years before episode one. And uh, all of that information and artwork is going to be released in the art of the High Republic phase one. So you can look for that later this year. And uh, when does that come out? That comes out September 27th, 2022. Justina Ireland and newcomer Tessa Grattan is co-authoring the first young adult novel in Phase 2 of The High Republic, and the author is revealed to be Path of Deceit. Comes out November 1st, 2022. The next middle grade novel in the initiative is called Quest for the Hidden City. This is the uh, this is a junior novel. Path of Deceit, sorry, is a young adult novel. And uh, the Quest for the Hidden City is written by George Mann, who also wrote Myths and Fables. This is also coming out under the Disney Lucasfilm Press brand and released October 4th. Rounding out the literary trio for the beginning of Phase 2, Zoreda Cordova, author of A Crash of Fate, will be writing the adult novel published under Delray called Convergence. And last month, it was revealed that Daniel Jose Older would be writing an all-ages graphic novel for Dark Horse. However, this isn't the only Dark Horse project on the horizon. Uh, Claudia Gray has just been announced that she will be writing a new comic series titled Quest of the Jedi, which shares the title of Phase 2 of the High Republic as a whole. Very interesting stuff. Lego just revealed the N1 Mandalorian Starfader featured in the Book of Boba Fett, as well as Jabba's Throne Room, which I believe this is the second time that that set's been made. So if you have any interest in those sets, I think they're up for pre-order now on lego.com. If you follow our Twitter feed, it's at Podcast, and we've been really promoting a, a, a new Twitter list I've been building called Star Wars Podcasts, which unifies uh, all of the Star Wars podcasts that I can find on Twitter. It's a list that grows every day. And if you want to get your daily or weekly Star Wars news fix, follow the list, Star Wars Podcast Twitter list, and uh, you'll be able to collectively get the tweets and information from over a hundred Star Wars podcast accounts as well as Star Wars official accounts across the internet. Our last uh, podcast episode we had uh, the privilege of having uh, our friend Adam back on the show. Adam Lamping 
uh, previous uh, writer and and uh, uh, I guess I don't know, producer or uh, uh, <laughs> content creator on rebelscum.com who is now very much intimately involved with his new website called geekgiftregistry.com. Go and check it out. It's a great place to make the ultimate fan wish list for any buyers out there of collectibles and merchandise. And he was on chatting Star Wars merch and collectibles with us, and he's a big collector himself. You know, we love talking about Star Wars toys and stuff like that, so, you know, it was great to have him on. If you're a Vancouverite, you'll be happy to know that Ming-Na Wen, very famously known as the voice of Mulan, and the character of Fennec Shand in The Mandalorian, The Bad Batch, and The Book of Boba Fett is at Fan Expo Vancouver right now with Emily Swallow, who features as the Mandalorian, uh, in, or sorry, who has been featured as the armorer in The Mandalorian, the gold helmeted lady that makes all the weaponry and stuff. And uh, she and uh, Ming are in uh, Vancouver right now at Fan Expo. Go and check out Fan Expo Vancouver and uh, you can get their signatures and photo ops and, and everything. Uh, they're doing some panels and, and chats over there, meeting fans, and it's, it's a great time. So go and check that out. If you're in Vancouver this weekend, the event ends on Monday, I believe. And in a time which Star Wars had all but faded away, Tom Veitch helped keep the Force alive. Leading comic book writer for Star Wars Dark Horse line, in the 90s, introduced stories like Dark Empire and concepts that still resonate with Star Wars fans today. Most notably, the resurrection of Palpatine in Dark Empire was adapted into Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. In sad news for Star Wars fans everywhere, though, the author passed away recently at the age of 80. Our condolences go to his family and, uh, and of course, hardcore fans of his work, and Tom will always be remembered in a galaxy far, far away. That's all the Star Wars news that we have for you guys today, and we hope to catch you in the next one right here on Star Wars Escape Pod. May the Force be with you.